Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm David Marsland and this is The Leader Weekends. Every Saturday we bring you a bonus episode of our business podcast, How to Be a CEO. This is a cut-down version, so hit the link in the show notes to hear the full thing or search your podcast provider for How to Be a CEO. Leaders of lots of successful companies will often admit they had no idea the business would get so big. When King, making browser games on platforms like Yahoo and MSN, dropped Candy Crush on the world... It not only didn't know what it would become, it didn't know what it was doing. It's been hard to find a a blueprint from anywhere else. Like we really had to charter our own map all the time. And like, so we do look for inspiration in other industries as well, but also from, of course, from other companies, but like we really been on the forefront in mobile, in casual games and with free to play and really with games as a service. Jodor Sommerstad is the man hired by King more than a decade ago with a remit to stabilise declining revenues in its skill games. Candy Crush was being made by another team in the fledgling world of mobile phones. Its success led to one of those make-or-break decisions that could have ended his career right there. The business I was running uh, was about 50% of revenue that uh, before the launch of Candy Crush Saga. And then within a month, we were now only 3%. And I sat down with the CEO... And I recommended that we would start it, would actually start winding down uh, our skin games business. Essentially, telling him that like I should no longer have the job that I have, and that I should like size down my team to a minimum and hand it over to someone else. I'm David Marzer from the Evening Standard. Clearly, the story doesn't end there. Tildorf is now the president of King Games. I want to know: once a company gets to the top, is the biggest challenge you face actually staying there? Yes, that is true. It is a big challenge. Like having 10 years or more actually of success behind us, we've been the number one top grossing franchise in the US for like six years in a row and like we're still growing. How to keep the motivation up, not just for me, but also even more importantly, of course, for my teams. For us, it's about having impact. When we launched Candy Crush Saga, it was always the idea was that it would be a saga, a game that you can keep playing for many, many years and not just uh, a game that you paid some money for or, or downloaded and played for a bit and then you moved on to the next game. In in doing that, uh, for me, it's a lot, my job here is like to inspire my teams to drive more innovation into the game and make sure that we continue to be the best game, the most fun game in the world, but also paying a lot of attention to details and making the things that are really fun just even more fun. 
uh, or deliver even more of it as well. So if I give you some examples of that, I, when we launched Candy Crush Saga in 2012 on mobile, we had 65 levels, 60 fun, really fun, enjoyable uh, puzzle levels that you could crush candies. And if you were successful, you moved on to the next level. Now we have almost 15,000 levels. Plus, we keep making the levels that we already launched better and better. So we learn from our players what they think is fun, uh, what game modes they enjoy the most. And so we keep refining and just making the game better every day. What level are you on? I am on level 4,367. <laughs> Last time I checked, which was this morning. Games as a service is a relatively recent kind of development, really, isn't it? It's not something that was around. Well, I mean, it may have been around, but in its most early form when you guys first started with Candy Crush. Is it kind of nerve-wracking when you're venturing into these areas that no one's really been before? It's been hard to find the blueprints from anywhere else. Like, we really had to charter our own map all the time. And like, so we do look for inspiration in other industries as well, but also from, of course, from other companies. But like, we've really been on the forefront in mobile, in casual games, and with free-to-play and really with games as a service. And then at the scale that we've been at, so I can imagine that many ha have been looking at us, but I find that exciting. Like the, uh, I'm probably born curious. Uh, I love working at King because we are such a curious company. We try to learn all the time. We're also driven by impact. So having a real impact on the world and our players is something that excites us. So we start many days uh, and are thinking about like, how can I have even more impact? How can we make our games even more better? Uh, but like sometimes we have to take some bets and like we're not getting it all right. It's like uh, try in some ways like being in in some sort of startup mode all the time because like we we're testing new grounds and yes we've we've done some mistakes. Uh, there are some things that hasn't worked out. Like we've done launches or partnerships or uh, and tested many things with players in our games that we thought would be good, but it actually has turned out not to be so great. But we also have been accumulating learnings along the way uh, and kept the level of ambition high. Like we want to keep having impact. We want to move the world even more. We want to have even more players playing our games and enjoying the fun that our games can bring to the world. So you're right in that it's a challenge, but uh, I I just find it exciting. And I think that our the vast majority of 2000 Kingsters find it exciting as well. Right, Jodolf might be on level 4,000 and something, but I'm not, so I'm going to brush up on my gameplay. Here's some ads. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. 
What about your own evolution, though? I mean, obviously you're now in, in the top job there at King. Where did you start just before Candy Crush arrived? What, what was your original position? What were you, what were you thinking was going to happen when you joined King? Well, I had no idea uh, that this was going to happen to begin with. So I, uh, I've been in the games industry for about a decade when I joined King. And King at that time was a relatively successful company with its biggest studio in Stockholm, Sweden and uh, uh, a studio or like uh, an office also in London. Uh, and we were doing games on the web mostly. So I was hired in to oversee uh, what was King's core business at that time, which was this web games business where we partnered with what used to be uh, like really cool portals uh, like Yahoo and so on, uh, MSN at that time. So like that's the legacy that we came from. And we had a great product, a great business model, it had been on decline for a while. So my job was to come in and like keep or essentially like stabilize this business and try and get it to small growth where, because we did know that like players are moving elsewhere. Uh, our, the, our audience had started to move to platforms like Facebook. And we also had starting to see that like these smartphones might end, but that was like really early uh, about the time when I joined. So that was my first job. And I actually think I had a pretty good start on like my first year, like started to stabilized the business and we even had some month with growth. But then actually what happened was uh, about like we launched Candy Crush Saga on mobile about a year in. And the business I was running uh, was about 50% of revenue that uh, before the launch of Candy Crush Saga. And then within a month uh, without, like we kept doing our job really well in my team, but uh, we were now only 3% of the company's revenue in a month. And that was quite dramatic, but it was all driven by success from what other teams at King had delivered when they launched Candy Crush Saga. What I did at, time, at that time, uh, which is like, uh, an important moment in my career, is that I thought about the future of, of the skill games that I was working on. And I sat down with a CEO uh, at that time, who was my manager, and said, actually, like I think we've been doing really well here, but shouldn't we focus on launching even more mobile games and like investing behind the success of Candy Crush Saga even more. And I recommended that we would start it with actually start winding down uh, our skin games business, essentially telling him that like I should no longer have the job that I have and that I should like size down my team to a minimum and hand it over to someone else. Uh, and he agreed that was the right thing to do. So I went on a, without knowing what my next job would be, I went on a journey for about six months, like to close down our partnerships and size down the team. And in sizing down the team was really about moving the, our talented people to other teams inside King, because we were hiring uh, crazily at that time, like in real, and uh, like explosion mode, like to be able to invest behind it. But I had no plan for myself. Uh, and it probably took about a year. Uh, so. I, I wasn't let go of, so, but I sort of hang around and like worked on some smaller strategic projects as I sort of scaled the business down. And then uh, about a year in, I was given the responsibility to oversee the Stockholm studio. Uh, and that was where we built Candy Crush Saga and the uh, Candy Crush Soda Saga. But it was a defining moment in my career because I really took a leap of faith in doing the right thing. And that's probably how I operate very often. Like if it is the right thing to do, uh, and I strongly believe it's the right thing to do. I'll do it, uh, even if it could have risk for myself or a, a negative consequences for myself. But it turned out it was the right choice. So I had a, 
like we kept launching great things around candy and then my career has evolved to overseeing studios and then since about 18 months and now proudly the president of king That was Jonas Sommerstad from King Games. For more interviews, news and analysis, go to standard.co.uk forward slash business. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.